Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Tipsy Tourism, the podcast where we visit top tourist attractions whilst enjoying some alcoholic beverages in an incredibly responsible manner. My name's Chelsea and I'm in charge of choosing the activity. And I'm James and I choose the drink, the alcoholic drink. Very important, James. Yes. Uh, last episode, we whizzed through a few different UK festivals that we could take Tipsy Tourism to. Yeah, and there were loads of great options. Mm-hmm. Go back and listen if you're going to do a festival. But for this episode... We have selected Glastonbury. Glastonbury. I mean, how could we not? Glastow. It is, you know, it's very well known for very good reasons. Yeah. It's got proper interesting history as well. But before we crack on yeah, into on. that. We need a drink. We do need a drink. I'm very excited to see what you've got for us uh, this week. Yes. James. So I have gone for a drink called the Glastonbury Zombie. Now, it, oh. we've done a zombie before, but this is the zombie at the next level. Okay. It's also called Voodoo Rum Punch. Okay. And it was invented by a guy called Tom. And Just so, Tom. No surname. Tom Sandham. There, give him his due Tom credits. Tom Sandham. Or Sandham. Sandham. I'm going to say Sandham. Um, <laughs> it's definitely not Sandham. Sandham. Mr. Sandham. He must have a big liquor cabinet. Really? Yeah. Because basically... I've tried to do my best version of his drink, okay. but it's not its not entirely there. So this is it. Oh, you've actually pre-mixed it. it there it is. Beautiful. It's, now, it's don't... In, like, the colour of it looks dodgy. It does. It's in a... Um, I didn't make it myself in that way. Plastic wine bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what's inside it. You've, you've made it. What is that colour? It's a bit murky. Yes. So can I go through what's in it? Please. So there are... Two parts light-aged rum, then one part white rum, Yum. then one part golden rum, Yum. one part demerara rum, so oh it's a lot of rum so far, yeah. then a half a part of overproof rum, What? then one part cognac, one part orange caracal, however you say that, one part phalanum, one part a maraschino liqueur, but I couldn't what? find that. What the hell? Hang on, then, you said about eight things already. Oh, yeah, I'm not done. Then a dash of absinthe, then a dash of bitter, <laughs> then a squeeze of lime juice, then a dash of guava juice. Love guava juice, I have that every morning. <laughs> then a dash of passion fruit syrup, oh non-alcoholic. Then a dash of mango puree, bit of ice, and then he says put in some mint sprigs, hate the word sprigs, and some edible flowers. Cause 
that is the most ridiculous recipe I've ever heard of. That to me sounds like if you wanted to make one cocktail, it cost you two hundred pounds. Yes. So I haven't I haven't been fortunate to have all of these parts. So I've done my best. I reckon it's about forty to forty five percent accurate. Oh. Really? <laughs> yeah. At is best. It, can I just ask? Is that mostly rum? Yeah. So it's mostly <laughs> rum. It's a rum-based drink. There's a dash of cognac in there as well, but there, it's a lot of alcohol. I was going to say, based on what you said, like we have got a pretty stocked, well-stocked drinks trolley at home. Yeah, the drinks trolley. there's a lot of stuff on that that I've never even bloody heard of. It's something that he makes in bulk and makes it, rather than by the measure, by the bottle, and then serves it at parties. Do you want to try it? I mean, I'm a bit scared. It sounds like an absolute shit mix. All right. Put it in. Put some ice in there for you. This is very fancy for you, James. Oh, yeah, we're in our camper van, by the way. We haven't said that, have we yet? No. Cheers, and there is a freezer with ice. Oh, it's right, let's try this. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, rummy! How are you fine with that? I love it. That's ridiculous. See, the thing is, ice makes a drink so much better when anything's chilled. It just tastes better. So don't <laughs> scrimp on the ice. I know you're not scrimping on the alcohol on this one, but don't ever scrimp on the ice. Get big chunky. Blocks of ice. That's very mango-y. Am I, am I right? Yes. Is that the fruit that you've actually put in there? Uh, I've got passion fruit as well in there. Well, do you know what? Cheers to Tom and Cheers the glass and Tom. zombie. You're going to get us absolutely messed up. That's yeah. for sure. That's what we need. So would you like to know a bit of Glastonbury history? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll zip through it fast. I'm not going to linger too long. But it is genuinely a really interesting history. It's been running since the 70s. It began in 1970. And do you know what it was? It was not called Glastonbury initially. Glastopops. It was not called Glastopops. G-Fest. This would be G-string. a really... <laughs> this would be a really good thing to keep in your head. Because mm-hmm. I imagine this comes up in pop quizzes. Okay. It was originally called... Pilpum. No, it wasn't. Pilpum. I can't even speak. Pilpum. That's gone straight to my head. It was called Pilpum. Pilton Pop Folk and Music Festival. Pilton Pop. Do it again. Pilton Pop Folk and Music Festival. Mm. For pub quizzes, I reckon if you said Pilton Pop Festival, they'd give you the mark. Yeah, you get a point. Or you argue with them or just get them in a headlock until you get the point. Uh, entrance was a quid and it included free camping and you got free milk. Free farm. milk? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I wonder what that is in like inflation terms. What's a quid oh, no. from 1970? If I remember correctly, <laughs> you, I was you just know chat- rates of no, inflation I off was, the top of your head, don't I you? I was just chatting to my mate, um, uh, Ian. <laughs> Ian. Ian? Ian inflation. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, and he was saying that £1 in 1970 would be... He was just saying this, that we'd be worth £16.48 today. Oh, absolute bargain. Yeah. You had 16 quid to get into the festival. And remember, free camping, free milk. Oh, my God. You probably pay that for milk these days. Where are you getting milk from at 16 quid? (laughs) Inflation is high, James. But it wasn't until 1971 that it was named Glastonbury Fair and the date changed to align with the summer solstice. Ooh. Which, before... I looked this up. I never even thought about the fact that Glastonbury is always around summer solstice. Oh, so it wasn't the longest day? Yeah. 
Did you know that? No. See, I didn't either. No, I didn't know that they all like going looking at the sun coming up and cheering and whooping and wearing tie-dye around that area on well, the hill. You, well, you know what we're close to? Stonyhenge. Stonyhenge. <laughs> The official name of Stonehenge. You drive um, past it sometimes on the way here, but I took the back roads because they're more fun. Uh, so basically, they aligned it all to that. So I didn't know that. Look at look at us learning, learning, learning interesting things before we even learning out and about. And, learning and drinking. Yeah, it's what school should be like. Uh, I don't know. It shouldn't be. Anyway, go on. <laughs> if you've never been to Glastonbury before, this kind of sums up the the whole ethos of it. Is that they drew up a manifesto which set out its environmental and spiritual focuses. Uh, from 1971 so it's very much yes there's music but there's lots of arts culture there's so many different stages so much random stuff so random but it's a place where people totally embrace that side and will turn up we saw yesterday people dressed up as conservative party politicians yeah i saw someone dressed as the mona lisa yeah like but people just do that off their own back and come and either be activists or just entertainers. Yeah, and, and that's the bit you don't see on telly, actually. You see all the stuff on the pyramid stage and the other stage. Yeah. Big acts, but you don't see the Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa saying silly bastard <laughs> is really funny. <laughs> yeah. And some of the stuff on, on, on these tiny stages are like, there's so, such small little tents where you can go in and see stuff, and it's brilliant or funny or like, it, there's just bizarre. so much random bizarre things all yeah. next to each other. You don't ever see that if you're not wandering around. Yeah, and that was built into their their ethos from 1971. Um, but as you said, it is more well-known for the music stages, which have had acts included David Bowie, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Jay-Z. Yeah. Uh, Oasis, Coldplay, Dolly Parton. Um, yeah. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters have been on. This year Ron it's... Stewart. Rod Stewart. I don't know if I'd <laughs> brag about that one. Uh, we watched Billie Eilish last night. We did. And Paul McCartney's on this evening. Paul McCartney, he was in a band called The Beatles, and he is really? on stage tonight. We we don't know what's happened yet, but there's rumours so far that... Uh, do you know this? No. Dave Grohl might be on stage. Everyone will know this by now. With like, him? Yeah. And also, there's a rumour going around the festival that Bruce Springsteen will appear on stage. The boss will be on stage with him as well. But everyone will know that now. Well, you heard it here first. You heard it here last. You heard it here after everyone already knows. Uh, but as we said, there's there's so much more to Glasgow than the main stages. You've got arts, culture, circus, poetry, poetry. performances, children's yeah. area. Also, a huge nighttime area. Yeah. Shangri-La. Block 9. Block 9. Like, places where you can go up until 4am. Just like full-on nightclubs. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and we were we were in a tube carriage yesterday. Yeah, we were in an old tube carriage, and it was playing dance music, and it had loads of flashing lights in, and we were just going for it. Go, you we were sat down. You say go for it. I really like how you're painting yourself as this party animal. Because you went in and tried to leave straight away, and I was like, no, this is quite cool. <sighs> and then I made you sit down. You had a lovely sit down. I took a photo of you. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Every single year, it's grown and grown and grown. This year, there are 210,000 people in attendance. Mad. And you can really tell. It's so busy. It's so busy. I think last time it was 203,000, so it's gone up more. They have, like, this railway track running around parts of it, and it turns into a big, like, one-way system motorway, and it just moves people around the site. It's mad. 
you can you will get your steps in whilst you're here. Oh yeah, I hadn't even looked. I anyway. know. But what have we done so far, James? Well, we arrived. We're staying in a camper van. Yes. And it's lovely. Honestly, we have ruined. We've ruined festivals. Completely. We cannot camp again. This is the dream. This is the life. It is. Uh, and then we've done some. We've been to the circus tents. I am loving all the alternative things. Oh my god. They are so much fun. On the first night, we were on our way back to the camper van, and we were like, should we just pop in here? We'll just pop our head in. Mm -hmm. And we saw a man swinging from the ceiling in nothing but a thong. Yeah. Very, very muscly man. Yeah. And then suddenly, he just dropped out the sky into a paddling pool. It was a bath. It was a full-on roll-top bath. No. I couldn't actually see. It was a full-on bath, full of water. And he was just splash, splash, splashing about in it, and then made an absolute mess of the stage. <laughs> um, but soaked half the crowd because he was swinging about. And I was like, "What the hell is this? This was at like half one in the morning." Yeah, and the funniest thing was that after he finished, everyone just like really politely clapped him. <laughs> yeah, see you later, mate. And then, in fact, we went back to that area yesterday morning, and the first thing we saw was a man juggling with his mouth. Yes. Ping pong balls. He was firing ping pong balls out, not yeah. but not like in the way of Bangkok. No. He was he was firing them out of his mouth, catching them, and then firing them at gin bottles. You know where you can put water in a gin bottle or a bottle, and it makes a musical note. And he had five of them and played Beethoven. Ode to joy. Ode to joy. <laughs> How did you? How did you learn to do that? How How did you think? Hey, you know what I'm good at. I'm gonna pop some balls in my ping pong balls in my mouth. <laughs> no, you. You should have get finished clipped. that sentence. Um, also, I'm just gonna make it official here because yeah. it was a bit of a surprise for us all. What was? That I made my Glastonbury debut. Chelsea has performed on stage at Glastonbury now. I mean, I've waited for this moment my whole life. I didn't expect it to happen so soon. But here we are. I am now an artiste. Artist. Yeah. We we walked past one of these small stages and there was a guy there that I follow on Instagram. He did some really funny lives during lockdown. He's called Paul Curry. He's a comedian. Oh so I saw so him and I was like, oh my God, James, we have to watch him. And let me just say, right, we can... Playing a little clip of what he does. Yeah. Clap hands for hands. Everybody sing it. Clap hands for hands. Clap hands for hands. So now that you don't understand anymore, because <laughs> <laughs> the whole show is really that random and bizarre. It's a, at one point there was a husky wearing sunglasses <laughs> playing a. Guitar? No, he that, was, you're, no, you're missing the entire joke. He was playing a piano, and yeah. strapped to the front of the piano was a husky, because yeah. it was his husky board. No, I didn't get that until just now. <laughs> husky board. But, um, yeah, very random, absolutely incredible. The best thing we've seen so far. Oh, my God. So good. And at the end, he just ran up to me, he grabbed me by the hand, and was like, Get up on stage. And he's full on shouting. Yeah. Like, he doesn't speak. He just shouts for his whole performance. And he was wearing this black cloak. And he asked me 
and three others to stick our heads in his cloak. Yeah. And then, so I was underneath it, like under, I was at his bum. Yeah. And so I had my head under, and then he was like, go with it, just go with it. And then we were all doing those like fast little feet, almost like we were in ballet. Ballet, yeah. yeah. And then we went one way, then the other way, and then he said to us, right, you're going to lift me up by <laughs> my legs. One, two, three. So we lifted him up. <laughs> and I think he was supposed to go up into the sky. He went to go vertical, didn't he? <laughs> he did not. He went up on his his back. Like we he was were, crowd surfing with four we, people. Like he was a coffin, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, he after after I got out, we placed him down. He grabs my hand. We did the... That's the first time in my life that I've ever done one of those um, bows. A curtain call bow. A curtain call bow where four of us put our hands in the air and we bowed. And it was absolutely beautiful. Um, so I'd like to thank Paul. Think thank Paul Curry for giving me the opportunity and I can't wait to perform again in the future you need to get a new lanyard that says performer. artist yeah performer I should I should but that was good what else have we done we've, we've been well I've been to the long drop toilets you I haven't have yet not. you are often downwind if you're downwind of oh. a loo at Glasgow you can really tell stinky winky oh my sweet Jesus yeah, I have managed to hold off, but I think it'll probably happen. A, a long drop, if you don't know, is basically a trailer mm. with some steps up to it, and then probably on each side of it, six or seven toilet seats with holes straight into the trailer. And you basically just do do your activity yeah. um, down it, and you can see everything, like... You floating can see, about, yeah, just just loads of floating turds, basically. <laughs> That's all it is. And you're like, oh god, look at that. Gillian McKeith would love it. She would be a huge fan. She'd be like, oh, look at that one. In fact, I can't believe we haven't seen her. That yeah. one is a perfect example. Like this person has problems. Anyway, we're talking about poo. And uh, we are, but also I want to raise this because I genuinely think this is the most incredulous thing I've ever discovered in my life. Speak so. Word. Yeah. Don't want to be like TMI, but look, we're talking about it already. That's too much information. Yeah, go on. Uh, yesterday, I said to James, oh, I could really do with going for a number two. I'd feel like I'd feel like a, you know, a bit lighter and a better person for it. Yeah. And he said, just go. I was like, you can't just go. You can't just force a number two, James. And I he think... said, yes, you can. I think I can force a number two at any point. What? I think it's easy to just go, do you know what, time for time for two. <laughs> this has baffled me. So, like, I'm, like, I'm not going to do it on demand now because <laughs> no one wants to hear that. No, but I just really need to know which one of us is normal and which one of us is not normal. Number two, whenever you need to go. That, for me, is astounding. Yeah. Also, James didn't realise for, for a long time that the stereotype is if you do need to go that you might have a coffee. No, yeah, Chelsea's like, oh, I've had a coffee, I need to go. I'm like, is that a trigger? Didn't know that. But then, it, then things actually did make some sense. But anyway, anyway, uh, you need to try a long drop before we go. Oh, do I have they, to, though? They are vile and disgusting, but... Mm. And maybe we can try it when we go out. Yeah, because that's what everyone wants to yeah. hear. At least you can't smell it. Oh, well, we'll see. If we come, if we come across perhaps a less smelly one, maybe I'll give it a go. What else has happened? 
Uh, it hasn't rained as much as we thought it was going to. No, we've been super lucky. The forecast was not great, and yet it's been fine. Yeah, it's been fine. So it started spitting at some point uh, on Friday, Thursday, and someone said, the rain's here. And this guy turned around and said, Lorraine's here. <laughs> and we were like, no, the rain is here. And it was just a real quick kind of immediate reaction and excitement over the fact that the daytime... Uh, Entertainer, <laughs> pres- character. Queen was here. <laughs> She's not. I haven't seen her. We have also been to Shangri-La, which is like the place where you go out, out. After all the music acts. Yeah. It was so much fun. There was a Ferris wheel. We were on a Ferris wheel. Which... Five quid. This is why tipsy tourism has changed us in the past. (laughs) No. We would never, ever pay to do something which is quite obviously just like a tourist attraction. Just to get people in and around and they must be making so much money from it. Oh my God, yeah. But it was fun. It was so much fun. The view was crap because it was dark. (laughs) Yeah, the view wasn't that good. And I got told off by uh, a very angry Scottish lady because I was swinging them, what are they called? The cradles you're in? The seat things? Yeah, the seats. She's like, stop it! You'll yeah. injure someone. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> and next to the Ferris wheel was quite probably the best thing, the best game. Oh, fairground game. I've ever seen in my life. The best fairground game you can ever see. So, you know those games where you have to get like a ball in a hole? Yeah. That's what it was? It was that, but it was, it was so much more. <laughs> First of all... It was a ping pong ball? It was a ping pong ball. First of all, what I thought was amazing was they had these blowy things. Yes. So you put the ping pong ball on a blowy thing at the front and it hovered. Yeah. And all you had to do was hit the ball into a hole and the holes were mouths. They were mouths, On the wall. Big red lips. Yeah. The the only thing was... Yeah, not the only thing, but yeah. (laughs) You had a choice of three things... To hit the ping pong ball with. Correct. Yeah. They were quite... This is what made it difficult. Mm -hmm. A little bit floppy. They were very floppy. They were different in size. They were giant floppy dildos. (laughs) (laughs) Enormous. And the whole thing was, can you get the ball, your ball in my mouth, is what they were shouting. That's what they were shouting, yeah. It was very discreet, you know. If you didn't know what was going on, you probably wouldn't have got it. Yeah. Yeah, but the best thing was, it looked really difficult and no one was winning. Three pound a pop, that was as well, a by pop, the way. Yeah. Uh, then we saw one guy, he didn't win once, he won twice. And she's like, this has never happened! He was incredible, and his prize was... In fact, let me play, let me play what she said to him once he won. All right, so you're going to pick your answer. What one do you want? Yes, the prize was... An arsehole necklace. Oh, that's what you could have won. <laughs> that was well, what your three pound got you. <laughs> oh, the best bit though, you haven't said the best bit. So you, there's the mouse that is the goal and there's the big floppy dildos is the, the thing to hit the ping pong ball. But the, the you know, you're like blo- the, the ping pong balls are being suspended in the air by air blowing. Yeah. That was, you don't know, do you? That, that was being blown out. An arsehole. What? <laughs> and we showed the picture. I thought they were teeth. Teeth? No, get... it's someone's like arse and they're the legs <laughs> going down there. It's someone's bum hole. Not someone's, it's like a prop. But it's like, that. you know when you like blow an em- a, a Maltese up out your mouth and you can make it float? <laughs> but imagine that, but a ping pong ball with a, a, 
someone bent over and it looking like someone's bum hole. I mean, I really hope no one's like eating during this. Yeah, don't eat. This um, podcast, because I feel like we put everyone off the dinner tonight. Oh, but what a brilliant piece of fairground. Oh, my, it was. Set design. It absolutely was stunning. Incredible. And also so, so clever, because that prize that they gave out probably cost them 20p. Double for, for a little, For a little, like, plastic bumhole on yeah, a chain. worth it, though. But everyone was queuing up to play. Ugh. Why would you not? Why, why didn't we ever go? I was going to say, should we go now? But it won't be open for several no, right. hours. Yeah. Okay. Well, should we go out and do some exploring? Yeah, because I feel like we've just un- unfurled the corner of Glastonbury. Yeah. There's so much more to see and do. Where should um, we go? Well, I think we should explore some more of the alternative sides of Glastow. Um, yeah, we're not going to show you the pyramid stage. There's, no. a, there's a company called the uh, the Bee... BBC, who will document that better than we can, (laughs) in who's performing. They have more rights and better passes. Absolutely. But as we take you with us to these alternative places, we will be battling it out for five interesting things that we have discovered about the festival. So not only may you get like a feel for whether you want to go to Glastow in the future, you'll get some facts as well. Practice. Right. We need to finish this. This is going to absolutely ruin me, though. Brilliant. Cheers. Cheers. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more 
and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The calm before the carnage. Yeah. We've begun the walk. We're walking from the campervan field, which... I feel like we've been all right with our... You don't get to choose where you camp, do you? No, when you get there, you go... You get told, park in that bay there. OK, thank you. And we're about a 15-minute walk to Gate C, which is right by the circus. Charlie. Tents. Yeah. So I think that's all right. The so only bad thing, though... Yeah. ..on the way back, the hill. Oh, the bloody hill. <laughs> There's a hill you've got to climb, and when you're a bit tipsy at half two in the morning... Do they call it the Hill of Death? I, they do have I, a name for it, but I can't remember what. So if you're thinking of sneaking into the festival... Oh, is that what we're doing today? No, remember, we've got tickets, remember? Ah. Um, a lot of people have tried that before. So in the 90s, when the hang festival on, was a bit on, smaller... What? Are you going straight in for an interesting thing? Oh, I'm going in, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you got very serious very quickly. Well, OK. Here, because I'm walking up to the fence and now this, this never used to be here. Because in the right. 90s, uh, the festival was a bit smaller. It had 80,000 people and 80,000 people snuck in. You are joking. It doubled in size of what they were expecting. So people would just, like, rock up and, like... Yeah, full-on They must have had there. some kind of fence or some kind of border. Yeah, but it was crap. Right. Uh, and then in the 2000, year 2000... 30,000 people snuck in and security was like proper struggling to patrol it. So, in the year 2002, right, Evis, Michael Evis, the built, founder, yeah, Michael Evis, lovely man with a lovely beard, he built his million pound super fence. Oh, he built a, he built a wall. He built he, he built a wall. Do you think that Trump got like inspired from Michael Evis? The best wall. So that has that has stopped people and then the year after that was uh, the super fence was built. It sold out instantly, which it, de- it never used to sell out so quickly because people were like, oh, we'll just sneak in, we'll go, oh. Jeff will get us in or whatever. But then they did this and then they were like, nah, no one's coming there through this super fence. And off they, off they went with their actual, well, I mean, people will still sneak in. But it's not 80,000, it's not doubling it's in not, size anymore. Well, can you imagine? Because there's 210,000 people tickets sold this weekend. Yeah. Can you imagine another 210,000 people sneaking in? People will sort of... Tell you what, three lads were so desperate to get in, they saw a lorry carrying portaloos at the side of the road. They were like, that's heading for Glastonbury. So they got into a portaloo in the night. And then when it pulled up... They, like, burst out, but it was night. Um, and then they realised, as they got out of the court by the driver, the driver was like, I'm not I'm not even there. Are you trying to get into Glastonbury? I'm in a lay-by before the site. <laughs> so they didn't get in. But then also, other people have tried less kind of uh, smelly ways of trying to get in. One guy hired an old ambulance that was used for TV sets <gasps> and tried to pretend that they were the emergency services. No way. So now all emergency vehicles are now also checked on the way into site. Mad what people do to get in. I mean, the ticket price is how much? £280, I think it was Woo. this year. So it's understandable. It is an expensive ticket. It is. So is that interesting, though? Million-pound I mean, super fence oh, wall? yes. Thank you, Al. I love that. You know I love me some crime. 
I love hearing about all the silly things people do. There you so go. You can absolutely have it. There's the super fence. Speak of the devil, Mr. Super Fence. Or Mrs. Super Fence. Yeah, don't be sexist. No, well, it's just like whatever it wants. It's just a fence, isn't it? That's what it identifies as, and it's bloody massive. Do you know what? I never noticed that when I walked down here last time. It's... No, and do you know what? It would be quite difficult to scale that, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm just going to go through the door. It's much easier. <laughs> Now, because we're camping, it's a bit of a faff actually to get in, because you have to bring your paper ticket with you everywhere, and they also give you these little pass-out vouchers. I.e., it's a lot to lose when you're on the booze. Yeah. Oh, that rhymes. <laughs> Hiya. Thank you. Now, do you know what? Everyone here is just so happy. I'm like, yeah. wait. Like, everyone's like, hey, welcome back to the festival. Wait, you see, we'll get the most dullest good plug now. Hiya. Oh, sorry. Have a tug. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Cheers. When we're in. Can you look after my ticket? Because I can't be trusted. <laughs> yes. But you can tell that they, the reason why there's so much you have to do is because they have such an issue with people sneaking in. Yeah. So it's tough, but uh, we've, we've made our way in for yet another day. Yeah. in the circus area right now. We're going inside a tent where they are teaching you circus skills. Can you juggle? Can I? No, I can't <laughs> juggle at all. I think I want to try spinning off the plates. Right. Plate. That's cool, right? Right, you've got your stick, you've got your plate. I've got my stick, but you need a pointy end, right? Uh, that'll do. Okay, Ooh. James, take yeah. it away. Uh, oh, can I just pop that on the ground first? <laughs> right, I want sure. you to try and do five seconds, please. Five seconds of plate spinning? Yeah. There we go. Oh my god, you're actually amazing at it! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, ten. You jack right, okay. There we go. Right. I balanced it on my chin then, that's why I stopped counting. Now, we have already mentioned Michael Evers, who is one of the, he's the founder of Glastonbury Festival. Yeah, it's his gaff. It's his farm, Worthy Farm. Farm, yeah. He's a dairy farmer. That means uh, milk. Yes. And, uh, dairy products. Butter. Dairy products, yeah. Yeah. Um, but bear in mind that this is a massive, worldwide famous festival. Yeah. That probably makes a lot of money. Yeah. How much do you think he gets paid a year? A year? Yeah. Farmers get paid for Glastonbury. I'm pretty sure he's not doing that much farming. He might still be. How you much know? does he get paid? Yeah. Well, How I much think... does he pay himself for, for the fact that he is the founder of Glastonbury? Well, this place takes around. Does it take like 80 million? No, 32 million. A turnover of 32 million is pounds. It? Well, it costs a lot to put on. I think he pays himself. £200,000. Michael Evis yeah. gives himself a yearly wage of yeah. £60,000. 60k. With the remainder being donated towards charity. Oh. Isn't that lovely? He's a nice man, isn't he? You can just tell he's a nice, nice man. And it really just fit in with the whole kind of vibe of the money. Obviously, there's money being made here, let's not lie. Yeah. But what have we got in our hands right now? 
booze. Because it's, I think, probably one of the only festivals yeah. where you're allowed to bring in your own drinks. Anything, just as long as it's not in a glass bottle. Yeah. And it's legal. As long as you can carry it, you can bring it in. Yeah. Which is quite nice. Yeah, which is nice. amazing. And speaking of which, uh, how are you enjoying your zombie? My Glastonbury zombie. It's, it's pretty strong. It's so strong. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it suits the atmosphere perfectly. Chug cheers. away. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Oh, was that interesting? Oh, yes, it was interesting. Yay. We are at a Wheel of Fortune. We're in, we're waiting in line for our turn. I think, I think you can get like a, a reading. What's your name? Chelsea. Chelsea, what wheel, what, what's that noise of the wheel? What's it gonna be? Uh, Ooh, nice. I like that. Okay, okay. everyone. I can't do that noise, let's be honest. Oh, come on, be a good one. No clouds. Come on. Oh, no. Keep going. Oh, oh it's nearly a waft. What's that? Wow. Well, you see, I still can't tell you a future. It's not clouds, but there's something else going on. Oh, no. Wings. Yeah, you're a little bit off balance. I like, do. a bit skew with. I do have wonky boobs. Do you, is that yeah. okay? <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Do you know what? We can rebalance you. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Come and stand over here. We're just going to feel these objects. We're all just going to come with the things and come. Any note you want. I'm going to do it at flats. How do you feel? I feel pretty balanced. <laughs> Good. Good. I love that. I feel pretty balanced. It works. Oh my let's god, let's it works. Let's do it again. 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 Come on. Come on. What's he going to do? Oh. 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 Supernatural nonsense. Don't, no, you didn't. Don't, not, say, don't say nonsense. It's not nonsense, James. Supernatural stuff like <laughs> them and their magpie spinning the wheel. That over there is probably the most famous landmark. No, it is the most famous landmark in Glastonbury. The pyramid stage. The pyramid stage. Where the headliners go. It's the, it's the most popular stage on site. It's the biggest stage. It's one that the biggest acts perform at. Yeah. It's a cow shed for the rest of the year. Um, <laughs> is it actually? Yeah, it is. It's the third version of it, uh, and these are not the interesting facts that I'm going for. Okay, good. You're just kind of like warming me I'm up. I'm just going, interesting fact. It's positioned there, and do you know why it's positioned there? Because it's the centre of Glastonbury. It, it, no, it's not. <laughs> it is on... It's a spiritual thing. Is it? It's on what they call ley lines, and it's um, ley lines apparently carry supernatural energy. Oh. Are you into that stuff? No. <laughs> Not really. No. So, so ley lines is like, so if you draw a point between two things, some people believe that between various historic structures and prominent landmarks, uh, straight lines are drawn. Okay. So that pyramid stage over there is on a line that carries supernatural energy, obviously. Oh, yeah, what's yeah. on each end, then? Uh, Stonehenge is on one end, and Glastonbury Abbey is on the other oh. end. Oh, well, actually, that makes a lot of sense, because both of them are that quite spiritual places. I thought if you were going to say, like, 
local fish and chip shop and Michael Evers's gaff, I would have been like, it's a stretch. But Stonehenge and the Abbey. Stonehenge is a biggie, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, if you're into your spiritual shit, you know, that's that's gotta be the creme de la creme. That's what they love. So yeah. that that's why it's there. They that... just didn't plonk it there for because that's where the cows sleep. They're like, ah, line. I actually really Some love people that. lash out on that at this festival as well. <laughs> anyway, that's a different issue. But I actually really like that because to me, it showcases everything about this festival that is done with meaning. They haven't just done it on a whim. Uh-huh. There's a reason. There's a reason. So we'll have to, when we go to the pyramid station later on tonight, we have to do like a little prayer. Little, no, I'm not doing A little that. dance, a moon dance. I'll dance to support. Should what? I scatter some margin salts? No. No? Not for me. Um, I find that very interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, you, everyone. We're doing very well. Are they applauding for that? No. <laughs> they are absolutely not applauding for you. Say, say. Oh, what's this? There's a lot of ukuleles in front of us. Super fence. Super fence. I got excited. Yeah. Because I love, I love a fact about like petty crime or real crime. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I've got another one for you. Go on. Uh, 1987. What what does that year make you think of? The year of my birth. Great year. Great year for births and wine. Well, as well as that. Yeah. It was also the year of the Glastonbury trouser thieves. The pant thief, a tra trouser thief, very different. Trouser, yeah. trouser thieves. And someone went around nicking trousers. Yeah, overnight, hundreds of trousers were stolen from festival goers' tents. That's a weird fetish. So, well, it was because the criminals wanted to pick their pockets. Oh. oh. So it's, it seems more bizarre, but actually it's pretty much just standard straight-up crime. That's um, genius. Yeah, but uh, Michael Evers uh, saw the funny side when he was commenting about it. I'm sure the people who got thieved from... So they weren't nicked from their person, they were nicked from their tents. Correct. Fine. Yeah, but he said, next morning, large numbers of trouserless men and women were wandering about, quite embarrassed, <laughs> until we found their clothes dumped in a muddy ditch. No way, <laughs> no way. Do you know what, though? That probably wouldn't be too weird to see people walking around with no trousers no. on it. I wouldn't bat an eyelid. I reckon give it 10 seconds and we'll see someone wander past. I've, I do have to ask, though. Yeah. Who's coming here with one pair of trousers? Well, you pack light, don't you? Just one, though. You would have a backup. Like, when I go on holiday, I pack at least eight spare pairs of pants. I would, actually, that's true. When you go on holiday, I pack as if I'm going to shit myself every single day. And I, I, do you know what? I've never shit myself. Do you know what? You're more likely to shit yourself at Glastonbury, don't you think? Yeah, I bet some people have. <laughs> They've already got one pair of trousers. And I, well, I still can't see any trousers people yet, but... Maybe no. the thieves aren't here. No, I think they've cracked down on the trouser thieves. They're, they were a one-year wonder in 1987, and they haven't been back since. Good name for a band, though, don't you think? The trouser thieves. Yeah. That is a great name for a band. Maybe. Can I have that? <laughs> 
Maybe they'll be headlining next year. That is interesting. Yes. Really got one to go. Will you? I regret to tell you something. Yeah. Not not for you, I regret for myself. Yeah. Um, I need a piss. Piss time. And what? And Oh. We're here at the Laundrops. Could this be my first time? Oh, they fucking stink. Right, I'm only going for number one. Yeah. Because you've already got a recording of me going for <laughs> number two. Oh, yeah. So right. we don't need a repeat of that. Long story there. Um, uh, well, you say long story. You'll know what the story is if you've listened to the episode about... And Chelsea let one. Slava. Let one rip in a very quiet, <laughs> wine-tasting <laughs> venue. I was uh, in the loop. It's not yeah. like a bizarre place to let one go. There you go. Well, no one will care here. Right, I have prepped. God, that stinks. Roll your legs up. I've rocked, because I've got long flares on today, mm. and nobody wants them trailing up before. No, you're shit. You're flare. So, I've oh. just rolled them up. Go on, I'm going to give you my bag. Yeah. The, the less amount of stuff, the better. Oh, I need some loo roll. I've got some. Have you? Yeah, you've got to be prepared for festivals, I feel. I'm going to give you a little commentary. I'm going to take the headphones out. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll keep it to a, a quick burst. We don't worry if you're thinking you're about to hear me piss. We are not going to put that in. No. Uh, but I'll describe everything else. Your pop. Oh, God. Was that for you? Right. I know this isn't very exciting or good for the podcast, but yeah. your nose does kind of get used to the smell within five seconds. Really? And it could have been worse. There, I can. There was no like shit smeared anywhere. Was it like? Oh, there was turd all over the one I used yesterday. Really? I didn't okay. put it there before anyone says. <laughs> well, maybe I looked out. But uh, yeah, do you know what? It did the trick. I had a lovely wee, and now we can get on and enjoy our day and get another interesting thing. We gotta go. I'm gonna uh, use the advantage of being a man. Oh, is that urinals? The urinal, the urinal. Ur oh, how do you say that? Urinal. Urinal, urinal. I don't know how to speak. Um, you take that, I will... Are you gonna report off. back as well? Yeah, yeah, oh, my. No, I'm not gonna report no, back no, on the no. urinal. Excuse me, if I've just gone and done that, you're gonna have to go and do a report on the urinal. Okay. Oh, quick, can I get served? Uh, waste. Straight in. Oh, half of them are out of action. Easy. There we go. How was that for you? Nice and speedy, straight in. Half of them are out of action. Well, it didn't matter. Still got served straight away. I was to have a penis. <laughs> it feels like every year at Glastonbury, there's something that is the defining moment. Like the that, muddy years. Yeah, that everyone talks about. Um, and in 1995, there was a moment just like that, but it was not what you would usually expect. It wasn't flooding. It wasn't someone falling down a portaloo hole. Is it a trouser thief? It wasn't trouser thieves. It was 
that during the set of Elastica. 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 Do you know even know who they are? Yeah. Do you know the theme tune to Trigger Happy TV? That's Elastica. <laughs> right. We're gonna play in what it actually sounds like. <laughs> I Okay, well, keep playing that in your heads because during their set in 1995, yeah? Yeah. A streaker came out. Oh, you know what? The streakers have died out recently. You don't see a full on classic streaker anymore. Yeah, but what was quite funny about this one was that the guy who did it was called Anthony Yen, who was later a frontman of a band called The Hours. Okay. Not not sure of that band, but you know, he was notable in musical circles at some point. Uh, and when they asked him to comment on his streaking past, he said, and I love the honesty, if I'm honest, Anthony, I'd taken an astronomical sum of drugs that would kill most elephants. <laughs> Word of warning there from Anthony, guys. Don't do it, otherwise you end up streaking. Any regrets? I wish, perhaps, my cock hadn't been so shriveled. <laughs> you know, there's good and bad days, and he's clearly had a bad day. He, was, he had a bad day, he took a lot of drugs. Don't do it, kids, because you'll be on TV with your shriveled penis out. I love it. All right. Are we ending on a streak? We're en no, we're not ending on a streak. What do you we're mean? ending on a shriveled cock. We are. And that's... That sets the tone for this podcast. So, we need to explain something to you. Yeah. Because it's a few weeks on. It is. Time has passed. We did record. We did. But we got... We, we ended up staying out. We watched Paul McCartney. We did. Who, you were right. Hello, predictions. You were absolutely spot on. Mystic who, Meg here. Who is your source? Tell us everything. Dave Grohl and the Dave boss. Grohl's your source. Yeah, they both rang up. He just texts, yeah, I'm on later. On the jet, see you later. <laughs> L8R. That's what they sent. Yeah, so we ended up recording the morning after. And to say we were a little worse for wear. Shite understatement of the yeah. the century but also we do have a few additional updates that i think it makes sense for us to come to you like a couple of days yeah before you hear this in real life there's news well not news <laughs> but like sh sh stuff happened yeah basically we got back to london i went to bulgaria for two days and when i came home i was like i'm not feeling great and i tested positive for COVID. She brought back COVID. For the first... I didn't bring it back. I am 100% certain I got it from Glastonbury. Because I don't know if you know anyone that went to Glastonbury, but it feels like 75% of people got COVID. Oh, stats. Made up stats. Yeah, a lot of people that I know did get it. Guess what? What? I didn't. I, right. This is Unbelievable. What, this is what we can't wrap our heads around. But I think we are both in agreement that we had a little buffer... Because I went to Bulgaria for two days. You're not contagious. Uh, yeah, I feel like you didn't get it because we weren't together for those two days after Glastonbury. No. Very and lucky, right? Yeah. And then lucky because I got nine days of isolation from you. <laughs> Do you oh, think no, it was I, lucky? Actually, it wasn't. I was basically became chef and butler. I was going to say, I can't believe you're saying that. James had to make all my meals. Yeah. 
I did not leave our bedroom for nine, ten days. Nine days. It was ridiculous. But James, got to say, I I am willing to say this on the podcast. I was a full-on Jeeves. You were brilliant. I would give you five out of five. Fantastic service. You were fantastic. Um, But what we have not discussed, Mm -hmm. not fully, Mm -hmm. and I thought we should do it now, where do you think in Glastonbury I got it? Who did you get off with? Who did I get off with? Who have you been canoodling with? I mean, I was quite merry. Maybe. But we were always together. That's the problem. And I don't think I was part in any uh, third party activities. So (laughs) what happened? Well, do you know what? I have thought about this and there is one... There was one point when I wasn't with you for around three minutes. Oh, yeah, there was. And we have discussed this. (laughs) When I had my stage moment on Glastonbury, I was asked to get underneath Paul Curry's cloak with four other people. Yeah, stand-up comedian Paul. In fact, this this is the moment. This is the moment. Get in the back. Get in the back. My head was very close, not only to his backside. Now, I have no idea if COVID is emitted by the backside, but if it is... Oh, no, there was a study that said COVID is transmitted through farts. That's genuine. You are joking. Google that now. Is COVID transmitted through farts? And there was loads of articles. No. So it could be if (gasps) if he did a blow off. But it could be that you had the other three people underneath Very close to me. Yeah, let's... Let's not pin that on Paul Curry. So it could be mouth or arse that it's from. You never know. You don't know, do you? You can't see the gas. Oh, I can't believe it. It's probably the last time I'll ever go up on stage because if that's what happens to you, it's not worth it. It's absolutely not worth it. Um, so, yeah, that was our that was our fun. Yeah, glass so fun, but I will not let it get to the marks. No. You know, it won't affect well, the marks well, for well, me. I know, we never drink before we oh get to the marks. Oh, my God, you're so right. I'm going to have... A- uh, where's... Excuse me? What? Where's the Glastonbury zombie? Uh, do you know what? The Glastonbury zombie was too difficult to make. And <laughs> even was. though, like, my attempt of it was a good attempt, uh, but it's just too much. You're going to have one component from gonna, it. Yeah. Rum. And I'm going to have a dead man's finger, which is... Ooh, sounds good, doesn't it? Uh, this is a, a nice... Nice room. I'm just going to have it neat on a on a bit of ice. Ooh, let me smell it. Ooh, that's a bit too much. Can I try it? Yeah. Try that's it over. No, no, no. I want to oh. smell. Because uh, my taste and smell is still not back. Let's see if... Mm. Oh, my God. I can't smell it. Can you not? That's sad, isn't it? When you can't smell rum. What a shame. Um, I'll have a bit of that as well, please. Okay. A bit for you. Thank you. Right. Cheers. To Glastonbury. To G. So, James, did you have fun? Oh, my God, the most. The the what? The most. (laughs) I love it when James slips into his northern dialect. I loved it. It's I've been two times before, but this was my favourite time. And it was very busy, Mm -hmm. but it was was so much fun. And we had perfect weather. I don't want to rub it in because people will be like, oh, I don't care about Glastonbury. People are banging on about it for so long. But it was just... Such a fun time. I think what was really good with the weather was the fact we were told it was going to rain so much and it rained for about a 20-minute window and that was it. It was wrong, wasn't it? When you're expecting less and you get more, that's always good. Yeah. I also had a lot of fun. I 
I had the most fun I've had this year. Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's as far as I'm going to say. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, what was your favourite part? Now, what is my favourite part? Well, you go first. I'm interested in yours. My favourite part. Well, it was Paul Curry, but now you've you said it might be him farting on my head that gave me yeah, COVID. It's actually be. taken away from the experience for me a little bit. For me, it was exploring. Uh, what's it called? The night area. Arcadia. No. Um, oh. What is it called? It is called... Oh, shit. What is wrong with us? Shangri-La. Yes. Shangri-La. That one evening, I absolutely loved that because it's super magical. The fact that at most festivals, everyone would be going to bed. Mm-hmm. And yet we stumbled upon this magical world where we were dancing in a tube carriage and we watching bum holes watching people smash balls with yeah out of bum holes with dildos i mean where Top else, tier fun. where else can you do that what about you then well i actually so i'm look i made a note of things i'd seen the circus a man playing beethoven with ping pong balls paul curry he probably wasn't like potentially my favorite i really enjoyed sam fender mm. sam, sammy was brilliant I really enjoyed Tom Robinson, who Chelsea had never heard of, who is no relation. I don't think anyone else has heard of Tom Robinson. Yeah, they have. Two, four, six, eight, never too late. Ning, 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 the morning line. And then people know the words that rather than singing, ning, ning, ning. Three, so, five, seven, nine. Is it motorway? Yes. That's his song. So, James, yeah. I met two people at the weekend who worked at the bar next to that stage, the yeah. Avalon stage, yeah. and I said, we saw Tom Robinson there, and I sang that back to them, and they did not know who it was. Idiots. So, he was good. I only saw one song, but I liked that song as a kid. And I really liked Sir Paul. James, what? James. What? You're overcomplicating this. I'm literally asking, what was your favourite part? You can't give me six or seven. What was the number one? I've got to say Paul, farty Paul, no, just Paul Curry. He's a very funny man. Oh, I thought you were going to say Paul McCartney, and I no. loved that it was Paul Curry. There you go. I mean, if that's not a reason to go see him at some point, I don't know what. We have probably mentioned him about six times at this point. That's how much we loved him. Um, what do you think needs improvement? Oh, good question. I mean, mm. surely there's only one answer. The shitters. Yes. The shitters, yeah. There must be a better way than a trailer full of muck by now. I don't think so. Even like a flap on it so it doesn't you don't see everything. Just something that or like a ramp so it all rolls down into it. Just something that you don't see it. Or an extraction system or I feel like you've thought about this too much. No, it's just like it just fucking stinks. I will say one other thing that would be good for improvement. What? At some points, they they change the paths into one-way systems, yeah, and then you that. can't get to the place you want to get to really quickly. Mm-hmm. So I would like a better, or like a map that shows you when it's gone one way, like an interactive map yeah. on your phone that says, or like a city mapper. Do you, I don't know, me and James use Google city maps. mapper or Google Maps to get about. Imagine if there was a Glastonbury version and you said, I want to go here and they go, go this way, it's not that busy. Off you go, 12 yeah. minutes. I would love that. Start you can have that, that Michael Evis. You can have that for free. Oh, Emily. Yeah. Uh, what do you... Oh, no, last one. Was it worth it? Now, I know it's expensive. It's one of the most expensive festivals. But I do think it is worth it because it's just so different to every other festival. So I'm going to go 
It's pricey, but you'll it is worth it. It's absolutely worth it. I would like to, next time we go, to get there much earlier, because we only got there Thursday, midday. Oh, I'm delighted when I, we got there. I would like to get there Tuesday no. afternoon. Oh, God, no. I want to see the opening ceremony that evening, and you watch all the fireworks. Yeah, oh, no, well, actually, is that Wednesday? It might be Wednesday. Okay, I can get there Wednesday midday. Getting there, okay. One day earlier. Yeah, fine. One day earlier. Um, what marks are you going to give Glastonbury out of 10 for tipsy tourism? Loved it. Nine. I'm going to go for a, for a nine as well. Woo! Because it is easily the most tipsy of the tourisms that we've done because you can take your own drinks in. Oh, you can get bloody leathered. Yeah, absolutely amazing. What is not to love? Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode all about Glastonbury here on Tipsy Tourism. As always, please rate and review if you're listening on Apple. All you need to do is go to that page where all the episodes are listed. Keep scrolling, you'll see some stars. We'd love five stars and even more, we'd love it for you to write a review. Someone's just done one on Sunday. Really? Like Sunday a couple of days ago. What's it say? A podcast to look forward to. Five stars from me. Roll on the next experience, says Pinnox at the Pub. Oh, thank you so much, Pinnox at the Pub. Two days ago. Yeah, it means so much to us. We read every single one. And yeah, I think it helps us in things like the charts, um, especially if you are following. So make sure you're subscribed and oh, yeah, following. Follow. Yeah, that really, really helps, apparently. Uh, next episode, we're leaving the UK again. Woo! On a jet plane. It's a brand new city. Do you, it, want get, do you want it, to give us a clue? Poland. Wait, that's not... <laughs> oh, that's not a clue. Um, <laughs> the flag is... Oh, you've already said it now. Do you f- want to give a clue about the city? It is absolutely cracking there. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like the raw form of chocolate. The raw form. Yeah, okay. Got yeah. That. Though James, for many, many years, thought that was pronounced cocoa. Cocoa. Oh yeah, cocoa. It wasn't even cocoa. And actually, I think other people will be honest with me. C O C O A. I was like, oh, what's that mean? Like cocoa? I've never heard of that. It's actually cocoa bean. Well done. Did you know that? Well you, done. Well, you just learned it. There's another interesting thing. Gosh. Why was there no ding? Anyway, it's coming out left, right, centre. We gotta go. Thank you so much for listening, and we will chat to you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.